Hey, everybody. I'm Kelly, and I'm here with my pal, Nita Joyce, and this is the podcast, Decorating Tips and Tricks. Welcome to episode 284, Color Trends for 2019. Buckle up. We're getting into the new year already. Oh, yeah. And I'm excited about these colors, Kelly. These are, I have to say, right up our color alley. They're beautiful. And you know, because sometimes I scratch my head at some of the color choices and think, who came up with this one? Yeah. Because these are not like colors of a a scarf you might add once in a while. These are colors that are being suggested for you to paint your walls and significant portions of your home. So, you know, some colors just, they have no business being uh, no. Colors that are suggested for your walls, you know, right, so, right. And there's some colors that are great in small doses, but you don't want them splashed all over your wall. Yeah, yes, exactly. So yeah, so I think yeah, the, these are this is a nice selection. So I'm excited to talk about them, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to get going. Yeah, and I'm excited to try, try the ones I haven't tried already. But the color trends for 2019, and it we really. Sort of the jumping point we're using for this episode is the Benjamin Moore color of the year. You know, a lot of you may have heard of the Pantone color of the year, which is oftentimes like a little out there. I think, mm-hmm. be like, well, like who's making that up? Um, and I, I did research one time because I was like, who is Pantone? Not the shampoo company, not Pantene, Pantone. <laughs> and there's some company in New Jersey, and like. They make something that goes into paint. I don't know how they, yeah, yeah, I don't know Mm -hmm. how they became the arbiter of the color of the year, but you know what? I mean, maybe, maybe Nita Jean and I can start the color of the year too. And it'll be like, Oh, the DTT color of the year. Maybe we should do that. I think about that for 2020. But (laughs) anyway, Benjamin Moore jumped on board or maybe they were doing it uh, uh, before as well, but they do a color of the year. And this year it is from their affinity collection. So, and the name of it is Metropolitan. It's Metropolitan AF that delineates the collection, uh, the affinity collection, and the number associated with it is 690. Metropolitan. And guess what color it is? It's gray. It's gray. Well, Let me tell you what Benjamin Moore says about it. I love it. I mean, I okay. love I love words and words are so powerful. And really I, I would have never guessed that you like words. <laughs> this is new I information like, for I me. like to <laughs> And I like to say them and write them and read them. I do love me some words. So I thought this was just fabulous. This is some woman who works at Benjamin Moore. And, you know, I think her first name was Erin. So kudos to you, Erin. Well, well wordsmithed. Mm -hmm. So she says that this is what Benjamin Moore has to say about Metropolitan. It emanates nuance, harmony, and extravagant ease. Always adaptable. It softens to matte or shimmers with sheen. Neutral, understated, it just is. This color is off-duty. Or it's gray. (laughs) Okay, in a nutshell, that's how Anita and I talk. She'll be like, okay, okay, I got it. And I'm like, yes, but let me just say one more thing about it. She's like, yep, I got it. Okay. Yes. So I would say all this. Why maybe say quite not as beautifully words. as this woman? And Why then say Anita five say, words when you could say two hundred? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's the lawyer, babe. They used to say, "Okay, how many words did you say today?" This is. Uh, we'll write you a check. Here's your paycheck. Getting paid by the word. I got used to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a gray. It's kind of a. I would say it's a soft gray. It's not a harsh gray. And I think it's a nice. Uh, 
It's I mean, adaptable. a lot of times these, a lot of times these <laughs> color of the year colors, like we said, are not colors that are really colors that we like. And it's kind of silly colors to be putting on somebody's wall. But this is actually a color that I would say probably people have been using a lot. It's kind of a nice soft gray, it's not too really light, not too dark. color. Mm-hmm. It's almost like mm-hmm. a greasy gray, isn't it? Yes, that's what I was going to say. It kind of reminds me of my agreeable gray, Sherwin-Williams. Mm-hmm. So it's a very soft gray. It's kind of a putty gray, which is really a color. The reason I chose the putty gray is because it works so well with golds. And because I have country mm. French style, I have a lot of gold, gilded gilded frames. Uh, yeah, yes. So you really need something that's going to work well with gold. So this, I think, would be a nice color with gold. Uh, I think also the problem with the grays, and I think the reason grays have gotten such a bad rap is because people have chosen very cold grays on the wall. Have they and- gotten a bad rap? Well, in some areas they have, and they've chosen kind of the service station gray that's kind of a little Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold. Like primer. Yeah, primer. Yeah, and, and kind of a little too blue. Yeah. But I think this one would be a lovely one. So I, I would recommend this one. And I mean, this one, it's actually a practical color because like I said, sometimes the colors you look at them kind of like the runway in Paris, you're thinking, well, no normal person would wear something like this. Right, right. Right. So, but this is a color that people would actually use. And I think it's a color that we see a lot right now. And I, it kind of surprised me because gray has been popular for so long. I thought that they would feel like it was um, not exciting enough. Yeah. It's not exactly an envelope pusher, but I think that was the whole thing when I was reading about it. And even they have a little YouTube video about it and like, you know, basically showing like a really hectic, busy city street and people with like, all sorts of things going on around them. And then all of a sudden it's someone diving into this like kind of sepia-toned water and it's like, oh. And so they're trying to evoke this calm, but yet a sophisticated color. And I do, like th- this sort of gray reminds me of, you know, sort of the bathrooms in the Ritz-Carlton. You know, mm-hmm. it, there's something mm-hmm. elevated about it. It is glamorous in its in its understatement. Well, it's interesting. They show it on the Benjamin Moore site on a paneled wall. Mm, yeah, And lovely. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like about any color that you painted on that wall would be beautiful. If you have beautiful moldings, they look pretty good in a lot of different colors. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it does, but it is a pretty color. I would say that. Now, it's interesting. Are we ready to move on to some of these other colors or did you have some more you wanted to say about the Metropolitan? Oh, no, I think, I think we've mm-hmm. probably covered it. It does I, say that it's a stylish gray with some cool undertones, but mm-hmm. it's I'm a not, little bit cool, but not too cool. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. not really reading the cool, mm-hmm. but if you see that, a little and, you know, bit. Yeah. It, but I just think it's like a touch. I think it's pretty. Temperature it's, neutral. It's good. I think it's spot on. I don't think it's, yeah, that's right. No, I don't think it's too cool at all. Where would you, uh, before we go on to the mm-hmm. other ones, because the other ones we're talking about is that they also have come out with 15 other harmonious hues that go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like the fact that they did this whole palette. And the reason I like that is there's a lot of colors that look fine in isolation, but I think the difficulty comes when you're trying to figure out what colors should I put with it. So I really like that they kind of did all these colors together so you can see, oh, well, if I have these colors, this color is going to go with that color. And I think it was really a nice service to show those together. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that is really where people have a difficult time. Okay, but I have this color and this is pretty, but I don't know what goes with it. 
Yes, right. And you have this color in isolation and then it's like, oh, okay, what am I supposed to do that with? Before we move on, I want to say one thing and then I want to ask you a question. So last year, Benjamin Moore's color of the year was caliente. And as you can imagine, that's a red and it's a hot, hot red. And I Mm -hmm. was... I have to say a little nervous. Was it an oxblood red? I'm trying to remember. It was hotter than that. Okay. It was was Penelope Cruz, you know, like fired up red. It was just like, it was this hot, hot red. It was passionate. Um, And I was a little worried we were all going to be dragged back to Tuscany. Not that I wouldn't want to really go to Tuscany, Tuscany, but I thought- Real Tuscany, right. Yeah, real Tuscany. Very good. Yeah, but not suburban America, Tuscany. Anytime, but yeah, nineteen nineties. Exactly, not a tiled, uh, you know, mural behind my stove, Tuscany, in my house. I was like, wow, are the, you know, I mean, I still would have stayed where I am because, you know, that's what we tell you about, particularly Anita's style and now my style with this house. Like, this is. I don't have somebody else's style. She doesn't have somebody else's style and you shouldn't have somebody else's style either. But when everything starts going, you know, a different way or boomeranging back, you're like, woo, you know, what am I, what's going to be out there for me to get? Like, that's going to be hard. And I was like, oh, wow. I really hope we're not going back down that road because been there, done that. So for them Perhaps to come back there with was the a- gray, phew. Perhaps there was a bit of a backlash and people said, I don't think so. And they said, okay, we, we went a little too far. Yeah. Now we're coming back. We did something a little kind of wild and crazy. Yeah. Now we're coming back and we're going to be a little more reasonable and, you know, come up with something actually useful. Right. That would look great on a wall. Right. Like they're, they're like, hey, hey, Joe, how many cans of Caliente do we still have back there? <laughs> yeah. It's probably quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's that make some gray. Guess. And okay. it's interesting. Did you see the first color they show here with the palette? Is It's called Head Over Heels, which you cannot guess from the name, but it's kind of a millennial pink. I found yeah. that an interesting choice. Yeah. Considering that you hear millennial pink is no longer in, but it is on the palette, color palette for... 2019. Well, I think like so many things, like people went hard with the millennial pink and the millennials and everybody was having their avocado toast and painting their walls pink and stuff. I would, I love that color and it's kind of like a blush, you know, mm-hmm. it is, you yeah, know, it's whatever. Pretty. It's really pretty. And it, it's, but not for a wall. No, I don't think but it's not for a wall. stunning with this color. Yes. Yes. Stunning. And with any gray, it would be stunning. Yeah, I think it's it's a lovely color and I think it would mix well and maybe this would be some accent color, you know, and we did have the episode and we'll have to link to that uh, in the show notes where we talked about the uh, the ratios of different colors. Mm-hmm. So uh, 60, I think 30, this, 10. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So this might be something that's maybe a 10 or a yeah. 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the millennial pink. Yeah, yes. So exactly. That's, that's so well, I think it would be a Metropolitan nice- is your 60. Yes, absolutely. I have had personal experience with two of the colors that are in this 15 harmonious hues, the Kendall charcoal, and that's been a Benjamin Moore color for a long time. And I have that in my house. That's beautiful. I love that color. You know, I think I still want a study with either Kendall charcoal or something closer to what they call are calling bow gray, which mm. is kind of a very, what would you call it? It's a very dark blue green. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's a very saturated color, but I just love that dark color on the wall, the kind of the English paneled study yeah. look. Yeah. I, I think that would be stunning. And I love my, my soft wall color. Yeah. 
but there's something about me that still likes the idea of maybe just one room with a really dark color on the wall. Well, there is also in this collection, the Hale Navy. So let me just say about the charcoal, the Kendall charcoal. I have that in my very small inside office in in the house. It's sort of a very long, narrow, it's almost like a a glorified hallway, but it has, it has windows pretty much all on one side. And then I did some built-in cabinetry and I did painted the cabinets, the charcoal, um, the Kendall charcoal. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and even the, the top of the desk, it was just sort of pink grade wood. And we painted it that color. And what I, and I put in, into the um, cabinet doors, instead of having it just all solid, because it would be just like a wall of wood then, mm-hmm. I dropped in these uh, gold metal mesh panels that you can get at Home Depot. They're like $13.99, right? And I had the guy, and my guy cut it just so it would fit, you know, so you have the frame of the cabinet. And so, and then the, the mesh is in there, but it's a tight mesh. It's not like a chicken wire. It's, it's tight. Mm -hmm. Um, oh my gosh, Kendall charcoal and that, and it's kind of like a burnished gold. It is so beautiful together. It is a stunning color. Mm -hmm. It almost had, I think it would say like you, you might say it has sort of brown undertones, but you, it doesn't read brown, but it definitely warmer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think a gray, you want it a little on the warm side. You don't want it. Again, you don't want it to feel like a service Yeah, station. I would err on the warm cold. side. I think that. so too. Yeah, and this looks like a lovely, lovely color. I haven't used this one, but it's beautiful. And then what did you say? The black pepper? That's the other one that you no, used? No, no. The Hail Navy. So the Hail Navy. Oh, Hail Navy. Oh, that is gorgeous. Yeah. That and that I looks mean, very trendy to me. That's beautiful. But, ve- I mean, Navy. So classic, right? Mm-hmm. So it could go right, anyway. Right. You could use but that. But I'm just saying it's, right, it's it's classic, but I think it's very hot right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Navy's but, hot, hot, Before hot. they declared it, I have to yes, say, I suggested well. it to my client, Julie, who I adore. We knew you were ahead of the trend. Yeah. So, well, you've been doing gray since, you know, gray was invented. But um, Julie lives in Manhattan and I... I have been working. She found me in my blog, whatever. We've been working together and I actually got to meet her. I may have told you this, guys, this was last time I was in New York. I went to her home and I saw the things that we had done and got an idea of some more things that we would be doing together. And I had her paint and or have uh, her husband did it, actually did a very good job, painted uh, an old armoire that they've had like kicking around for like seriously 15 to 20 years. And it was mm-hmm. just kind of like orangey wood and just and it had sort of like some sort of bamboo-y thing going on. I mean, it was just like, eh, but it was great because she had a, she doesn't have a lot of storage and she was able to get a ton of her important things in there. So I said, let's just paint it. She's like, really? I thought I had to buy a new one. No, no, no. We're going to paint it. And you're going to paint it Hail Navy. Bam. Oh, it's so oh, beautiful. Oh, wow. It's such a pretty color, you guys. It's... um. You know, it's not so deep that it looks black. You really definitely reads blue, but that really great navy blue that you could pull off in a coastal home. You could pull off in Anita's dream study, you know, in the English, in the Cotswolds, and she could have this study and watch the rain coming down. Oh, I think you, that would be beautiful. In yeah, a study you could as pull well. it off in a mid-century. You could pull it off anywhere. So yeah, Hail Navy, definitely good one. Yeah, and you know we have that room at the mountains. If we ever move there, 
over the the garage and it just has this one tiny window but it has skylights and it's it you know it's not the bonus sort of, room the bonus room yes and i that's what i want to paint one of these colors oh yeah and then kind of i want to make it like a little room to uh you know sit on the computer or maybe uh, just kind of just have some sofas in there to yeah. kind of hang out and like yeah. maybe uh i don't know watch a movie in there or something oh, but yeah. i but i'm not going to bother with the tv i'm thinking and actually it's already available you can get the projectors for your phone right. have you tried those yet no but you were telling me about that yeah i i want to try that so yeah no that would be a great room to try this color out and you know because it's separated so if you have a room like that like it's it's separated where yeah, you shut can the door have a little adventure mm-hmm. with the color give it a whirl yeah, well, I'm, but Kevin still thinks that the the ping pong table will stay there forever. <laughs> so I just laugh, Kevin. That's so I know. True. It's like so no, you. no, it's yeah. not going to stay. That's there. So of funny. course, That's it's so, not going to stay. It's there. so cute you that you man. think that it's not going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah, and the the smoke is a pretty color too. It's a very soft kind of baby blue. Yeah. So you guys should all go, I mean, because we're talking about the colors and you can't see them, but if you can, if you have a computer near you right now or on your and phone. And we'll include a link. Yeah. yeah. You can, and you could just pop over to the Benjamin Moore and just put in, uh, if you put in the color. So if you type in Metropolitan, then you should probably pull that color up and then the palette will come up. Uh, yeah. Super, super pretty. And um, I think that this is making a very clear statement that gray is here to stay. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, right, because they've picked, it looks like, uh, at least three gray colors here to right. include. And the, they've included a sage green that's really a very gray green. Mm-hmm. That's just really a gray with just a slight green tint to it. So yeah. that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think it is definitely an acknowledgement that gray is here to stay and that people are looking for beautiful grays. And, and then I love the way they show these other colors with the gray. Yeah. And um, the thing about gray is, and I think, you know, I really think they they hit on something, is life is sort of crazy and busy. And it does, it is very relaxing, you know, as we say all the time to have the neutral color palette. It, it sort of envelopes you in this sense of calm. It, it's subtle, but I really think it's true. You know, if you're blasted with Caliente. Not, I love red. Hey, I'm a redhead. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm pro red. I'm pro vivid colors in the right spots and the right doses. But uh, f- to live with on your walls and in your bigger pieces, I, I, I just think that it, life is almost demanding us to go neutral. <laughs> well, and I had a red, I had a red a powder room and I had a red dining room. I had a red so, dining room too. Actually, mine was almost like persimmon. It was stunning. Yeah, I loved it. And and yeah, but it's just kind of uh, I'm I'm out of that phase now. I I got the like you said, I'm I'm still I still love red, but I'm kind of limiting it more to my my dinner plates. Right. And my, you know, right. smaller items. No, I'm still I'm still lusting over those red transfer plates. You now you're not oh. even going to send me a picture of them cuz now I want them. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I think that everybody's going to want to dive into these. I think, and before I even knew about this, I think this was announced some sort of mid-October. I saw Mm -hmm. it, but I didn't really pay attention to all the other cues that were in there because as far as 
Metropolitan itself, since I have all my walls are all painted and you know pretty much freshly painted this simply white, and then I have used the the Kendall charcoal when I wanted something deeper. Um, I don't think I'm going to be painting any walls right now. Um, in the Metropolitan, but if anybody tries it, I would love to see some photos you guys could send to oh us. Oh my goodness, I would check love it out. to see it. But um, as I said, and my friend, Ju- my client, Julie, we're doing a few other pieces in the Hale Navy throughout her house to sort of bring it around. But I think I'm going to use the Kendall charcoal. I've been tossing this around in the, the bathroom in the barn. It's all white and I oh, love it, but it wow. feels like it needs something. Oh, that would be so stunning. I think that it really is be. pretty. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of white tile and all of that stuff. So I think, you know, it's like, it's just, I almost feel like at this point, we've kind of been living with some of the done rooms for almost two years now. <laughs> like, Peter's going to kill me. I'm like, it's kind of time <laughs> to circle <laughs> oh, no. back oh, and no. try a few things new. Mm-hmm. But I am going to do that for my girls because there's a big difference between being, you know, 12 and 15, you're 12 and a half and 15. And there's a big difference between being 15 and a half and being 18. So their rooms need to grow a little bit with them and maybe become a little bit, um, a little more sophisticated. Well, you know, we did go through the phase where Evie wanted her room room painted pink. Yeah. And I said, no, we're not going to, I'll let you, we'll do whatever you want pink in the room, but we're not painting the walls. Cause I said in a few years, you're not going to like pink. And then you're going to want it painted and I'm going to say no. Yeah. So uh, we did not paint the walls pink and I was really thrilled. So when we sold the house, uh, I didn't. Well, that to- was a house you had to move because you had bad paint. Wasn't that that one? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I had the So I guess you could have had it gold. pink because you had yeah, to go anyway. No. Yeah. But now, but this house, she said, mom, I'm so glad we didn't paint the walls pink because, you know, it, she's not now she likes, she's in a blue phase. So there you oh, go. Oh, she's in a blue phase. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never had a blue face. I could, I could someday have maybe you're, Navy. you're going to have. I'm predicting now you oh. will have a blue face. Oh wow! If we can find a blue that goes with your hair, <laughs> maybe by then I'll have blue hair. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many years? Anita and I have been podcasting for 47 years. Is there anything left to talk about? I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. I, I was at the store yes. recently and there was a lady ahead of me and she said, oh, I like your purse. And it was a leopard print Kate Spade bag. And yes. so we started kind of bonding over my purse. And then she said, you know, that would look great in a pillow on a white sofa. She did not say that. She did out of the blue. That's it was like, weird. It was like a secret handshake. Yes. It was like, I knew she was one of us yes. when she said that. Yes. It was like, <laughs> so Lisa, funny. I love you. Oh my gosh. Are you guys going for coffee? What's yeah. Well, you? that was in North Carolina, but I'm oh, sure. T- but, oh. but I did drive by her house and it's really pretty. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that's not stalkerish or creepy or anything, is it? No, not at all. No, I don't think so. No, she's one of us. She's, she's, did, mm-hmm. did you tell her she has to listen to the podcast? <laughs> well, I, I did. I'm not sure she has, but yes, well, it was, it was mentioned. It's going to be a good day when she tunes in. Um, 
Okay, so speaking of tuning in and people that tune into us, oh, we have so many people sending us. I think, you know, people used to send us questions, but now that we said we're doing it every time, I think it's a constant reminder like, oh, I could send them a question. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to answer right. it. So, yeah, we've been getting so many fun emails and so nice. And it's so nice to get to know you guys and that know that you're listening. We just love it. So anyway, this, oh my gosh, this darling, 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 darling listener um, had a whole bunch of questions. And she also challenged me to a thrifting throwdown, I must say. Oh, she doesn't know. You are the master. Well, I think she's she's pretty good. But she's a throw. Okay. She's pretty good. I mean, you know, I said... I would, I'm up for the challenge, but maybe we just share the title because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to outdo anybody. And I certainly don't want to be outdone. Right. But she, so this is, um, Caitlin B. Mm-hmm. And, hey, Caitlin. Yeah. And she, and, uh, she may also be go- known as Katie Beth, which I think is just so oh, darling. I, I can't even mm-hmm. stand it. But, um, uh, Caitlin B, her email came in in two different ways. So just want to make sure I'm getting it right. Cover all the bases. So she discovered us in March, discovered DT in March, and she has listened to every single episode. So that's some binge listening. Awesome. Um, she's finding the podcast to be fresh and inviting. And yes, it is. Sometimes we're fresh and we're always inviting. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So she's got a couple of questions that she did start off with saying, uh, telling me how she thrifted eight Civil War era newspapers for a total of twenty bucks. Oh, so, I mean, stop it! Yeah, okay, that's, well, that's she pretty is good. Challenging your title, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's a legitimate challenge. Like, if somebody comes to me and be like, "I got something. I think it's Ironstone, and I paid thirty seven dollars for it," I'm like, "Uh, no, girl, I got you." But this this little this, this is gal, impressive. Yeah, Caitlin might be giving me a run for my money. So she's got these Civil War era newspapers, and she wants to know how to best preserve and ideas for displaying them. Um, and I'll just tell you her second question is, well, as she used a term I had never heard, lifestyle movers. And I was like, is that like mover and well, shaker? Can we, go, can we do it one at a time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shall we? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll back up. Yes. Okay. So how to display and preserve these newspapers? Well, I just well, did a little research for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Caitlin, you may have already done this research yourself, but you know this is what I was able to find. You want to obviously have very clean hands when you're dealing with them. You want to avoid folding them. You want to keep them out of the light. And if you want to just keep them, you can have them in a shallow, rigid box, and then you can have that archival paper that you'd probably put between, I don't know, each sheet or certainly each newspaper. And you want to keep them in a dry, dark, cool area. Uh, if you want to actually put them up on the wall, you would want to use a UV resistant glass. Now I know there is glass out there and you know, that company, that's the new sponsor, Arts to Frames, the Art to Frames, they have this special glass. I remember, do you remember that when you were ordering that you could choose well, that? Well, I didn't, I didn't order that glass, but I ordered the, uh, well, either reproduction, but their travel travel posters of France for Kevin, for his office. And I've just ordered the frames from Art to Frames. Uh, Right. So, so great. So I'm just giving her, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not a sponsor today, but hey, they're great and we love them. And they do have this kind of Well, and they're inexpensive too. I think it's reasonable. So I think I would definitely check into that. And yeah, we got a discount. I I don't remember mm -hmm. what it is off the top of my head, but we'll put it in the show notes. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, having been a photographer for years, 
you know, I've done a lot of work with archival items because, you know, so yes, you do need acid free if you're, if you're using a, a mat, you will obviously want that to be acid free. You're going to want to use acid free tape and you're going to want to make sure the tape, well, I'm not even sure I would tape that though, because you really yeah. want to make sure that it's not going to stick to it. So I would find something that is going to be able to peel off. But if it's newspaper, boy, that's making me nervous about yeah, anything right. touching it. But the other thing is, I know from when I handled negatives a lot, I had uh, gloves that I used. And so even clean hands can be an issue because your fingertips are can be bad for for these items. So I would use, I mean, if this is something you're really concerned about, I would use some, some cotton gloves that Uh you can, you can get, I'm sure they have them at Amazon or someplace and that will kind of protect it. And that you can get some that are lint free. That would be helpful. Oh, that's smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I found the, I found the code Mm -hmm. for art to frame. So we'll just toss it in here. Uh, It's art to frames and the code is decorating. And you can get 15% off. So that's just... Well, and then I noticed on Art to Frames, they, she can get a big frame and then have cutouts for each item. So mm-hmm. you can do it all in one frame, which I think might be a nice way to go. It might be a nice way to go rather than making yeah, sure just the gallery look at, wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just look at that. But that sounds really and fun And I'm not a big inviting. fan of the shadow box. I know like that you may, if you want to display certain things, like, but I don't know. They just don't appeal to me that much. And be, with a newspaper, you can obviously make it flat. Maybe, you know, you, yeah, you choose... don't need a shadow box for, for right. A so either you do the cover or you choose a particular page that is really intriguing to you. Uh, another option is if you didn't want to display them, if they're so fragile that you don't want to display them, uh, the way they are, you can scan them. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, and you just have That's to be careful. That's not a doing bad that. idea is to have it professionally copied. That's right. You a make a digital idea. copy. Then you can mm-hmm. look at it. You could have it on your computer too. And I mean, who knows? These could be really, I mean, this might be antique roadshow mm-hmm. types of stuff. Who knows? These could well, be and that's impressive money. because the newspaper is very acidic and it usually breaks down pretty fast. Right. So I'm impressed that it's still around. Right. Right. This much later. So kudos to you. Yeah. And then what I, was the second I think, question? I mean, I think maybe I shouldn't challenge her. I said, cause she moves around a lot, which is what we're going to get to next. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if you ever move to Southern California, then we're just going to take on the Rose Bowl together. We're just going to do it. But now I'm maybe a little afraid. I don't know <laughs> because I went thrifting with my friend who's really loves the same things I do. And yeah. she got in front of me and she grabbed all the ironstone. I was like, mm, uh, Newman, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cross her off the list. I know. Well, I had invited her. So, of course, I had to let her yeah, take to all the nice. best stuff. No, but no, then no. I, you must But then it was. It. I know. Of course. No, it was you take it. But you're not coming back with me. Exactly. <laughs> this will be the last day you see me. But this is the last time. <laughs> uh, okay. So, the other part of this with Caitlin is that she used the term, well, we're lifestyle movers. And I was like, mover and shaker, lifestyles mm-hmm. of the rich and famous. What is she right, talking about? Right, right. Military. She moves oh, a lot. Yes. That's yes. why she might be moving to Southern California someday. Oh, so okay. the question was, how do you make a space, a home, new home, immediately cozy? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, first I want to thank her, them, she and her husband for their service. And I know she's not active military, but she's supporting him and she's making big sacrifices. So I yeah. want you to know that we, we appreciate that. And so she's much. the ripe old age of 22 oh, doing all this. Yeah. I'm, I, I appreciate you doing this so much. 
Yeah. And making these sacrifices. Well, I think that's a tough So we're going to come and make your house cozy. (laughs) Yes, where are you? (laughs) Where are you now? So yeah, making a house. uh, My, uh, when I was growing up, my aunt and uncle were in in the military and they moved around a whole lot. And every time in between each of their moves, they would come to my grandma's house and she lived across the street. And I, I grew up an only child and to have my six cousins arrive across the street in their big yellow station wagon was like Christmas day for me, like so much fun. And they would stay for like a month in between, you know, wherever they went. So I, you know, just watched from a distance to see, and I'm sure it was so hard on my aunt to have to do this over and over again and pack up your belongings and go. And I never really considered it until this question came through and like, wow, You know, the that other thing has is to be hard. So the other thing she's got to keep in mind is she's moving from house to house to house. So, you know, sometimes you buy something because it fits yeah. your specific space. Right. Well, she doesn't know what she's going to get every right. time. Right. So and it's, you know, so it could be so different. So I think the first thing is you probably need smaller sized furniture mm-hmm. so that, and, and kind of generic furniture that's going to work in about any home. So a neutral palette, perhaps a neutral palette. Well, you know, now I, That is an excellent point, Kelly. I think one of the things I would say is to keep with a limited color palette for all of your things because what may, because you're going to probably, as you move, something may end up in one room in one house and the next house, it Mm -hmm. may end up in a different room. And if you have a similar color palette for all of your rooms, then you can easily shift things from one room to another very seamlessly. And you won't even have an issue with that. Whereas if each room is a different color, then you're kind of getting into some trouble moving things. So I think that's one thing that I would keep in mind. And I think maybe there's some kind of comfort things that I would want to pull out that maybe a special comfortable throw that's that's important to you. I, I mean, I would kind of maybe have this box of comfort things. Oh my and gosh, oh my gosh. I'm just, that's the craziest thing. I have my dose here. Co- bins of cozy. Oh. Like just have, that's, that was my note. Like, okay. Just like we you don't, would have Christmas bins. Like We don't tell each have, other ahead of time what we're going to say. That was, that was kind of <laughs> freaky. I mean, bins of cozy. Yeah, whether it's mm-hmm. two or maybe even three, depending on how much, how deep you want to go into your cozy. Um, but these are the things, things that make you feel comfortable, the things that make you feel like this is home. So you put, and then maybe make sure that box is open first. Yeah. And those are the things that you set out. So whatever that is, maybe it's a special pillow, but also, and you probably know so much more about moving than I do, but I know, you know, you probably want to mark those boxes of the stuff that you're going to need first to open first, like Mm -hmm. the bedding for your bed. Right. I I mean, I know the pictures on the wall seem to be one of the last things that get put up anyway. So Mm -hmm. it probably, I probably, I'm not thinking artwork to make it instantly cozy because I think that kind of takes you some time to decide where those things go. So I'm thinking, you know, getting the furniture set up, getting those pillows and the throws set out uh, so that you can curl up and, um, you know, have uh, some time with your your tea or your coffee while you're listening to decorating tips and tricks. Yeah, no, that's exactly what mm-hmm. I was thinking. I was thinking three, like a living room cozy, mm-hmm. kitchen cozy, because there is something about I gravitate, and we all know Anita's morning routine, which is absolutely lovely. And but I gravitate to towards my same mug every day. It's one that my daughter gave me, and it just feels good. If I don't, it, sometimes if it's in the dishwasher and it didn't go through or something, I'm like darn, like I just want to have my. Let me wash that. I want to have mine. So if you have 
had these things that seemed uh, comfortable and familiar, and I would break it down to living room, kitchen, and bedroom. I love that because, yeah, for me, it would be, I mean, maybe put this in one special box. So for me, I I want my, my special tea and my teacup, my silver spoon. You don't need a service of 12 of sterling silver, which can be expensive, but one special silver plated or sterling spoon is really all you need for that morning tea. And that's a lot cheaper. So yeah, I mean, I think that's a great idea that that morning routine or whatever it is, that stuff that makes you feel just very comfortable and cozy, Mm -hmm. that goes in that one box. Right. And I would put in one of them, whether it's the kitchen or the living room uh, or either of those three, any of those three, I should say, put a vase that you like, a real simple one, maybe a white one, something. So when you go to the market, you can get yourself some flowers, pop it in. Um, So maybe adapt a signature scent that is a certain candle or whether you like uh, essential oils and use a diffuser or a linen linen spray. Put your lavender linen spray in there so you can spritz your pillow before you go to bed. Right. So then the house starts to smell like you guys. So there's some continuity and it's these comfortable items. It's a scent. It's, uh, you know, ability to just put some flowers in a vase. It's just creating this sense of home almost immediately. And I yeah. think that's what you were looking for in that question. So I hope we helped you answer it. And, I w- and we are, after all this wonderful stuff, we're also getting a tip. So mm. rifting off your mirror, reflecting the outdoors mm-hmm. and making the room bigger and brighter and lovelier and enjoying the outdoors. So um, Caitlin suggests if you can't do that because there's not a, a window opposite or something, place a mirror so it can reflect art that you love or something else really pretty in your room, even if it's not the outdoors. Oh. Isn't that I a great idea? Yeah. Yes. So, and yes, and we feel like we're your BFFs too, babe. So stick with us and, you know, keep us posted where you're moving around and uh, keep those tips coming and definitely let me know your next thrifting adventure. And I yes. would like to join you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we'd like, love to come along for the ride. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We love hanging out with you and we love hearing from you. Please drop us a line, decoratingtipsandtricks at gmail.com. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast listeners. So until next time.